Uh, well, it was wild, like, you know. I don't know how many thousand people were, <laughs> were here. I'd say every one of them thought it was wild except the umpire. But anyway, sure, look, that's what happens when you, you know, when you weigh grounds, you don't tend to get breaks. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Welcome. Welcome to Around the World. The segment that for the last two weeks has been on a Friday with an unnamed ginger host who, um, with all due respect, didn't give the respect that Around the World deserves. He dissed it. He acted disinterested, he laid back, he yawned, he gave out about my selections, he said they were crap. All in all, he just took the luster and the, 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 the lure away from my segment, which I put a lot of work into every week, has to be said. At least 10 minutes of preparation goes into this slot. Um, and, and I had a story, a very interesting story last week about, you know, Cameroon fielding uh, overage players and bone density scans. And as soon as I mentioned bone density scans, Adrian fell asleep. Uh, he started slagging it and then I got a load of comments from people at least one comment on the YouTube saying Shane love this segment it's fantastic keep it going and a few tweets from people who are clearly scientists who are very interested in the bone density scans so if you do enjoy this segment leave a comment tell us you enjoy it and if you hated it just don't comment leave me alone but around the world this week Jer we're going to start I find a lot of these stories tend to be from the United States of America maybe because so much batshit crazy stuff happens in the US of A but we're going to Virginia first of all in the the United States on the eastern seaboard Virginia's basketball coach a basketball coach in Virginia has been fired from personating a 13 year old so this is kind of the opposite of the Cameroon story from last week so a 22 year old Virginia basketball coach fired uh, after being accused of attempting to pass herself off as one of her 13-year-old players during a game. So this was a, a station in Norfolk. One of the members of the Churchland Junior Varsity Girls Basketball Team in Portsmouth, not that Portsmouth, was out of turn earlier this month. Arlisha Boykins stepped in and impersonated the absent player in a game against Nansamon River. Um, so one of the parents came in. Um, Boykins was an assistant coach on the team, no longer an employee of Portsmouth Public Schools. They were first tipped off about this story by one of the players' parents. So this is... Uh, Fantastic. Now, footage from the game. We've got a video. Now, this is, uh, remember, 13-year-old girls playing a basketball game, and there's a 22-year-old. Spot the 22-year-old. This is a, a clip Here's from Wavy from TV. That game. Churchland is in the black uniforms. Number one right there that just came up with the black block shot. We're told that is Arlisha Boykins. They were taken on Nansman River. Uh, this video has been edited to show you some of the highlights. Uh, Arlisha is apparently a 22-year-old young woman going up against 14- and 15-year-old girls now, we have confirmed that Boykins is no longer an employee of Portsmouth Public Schools. And since this game, the student athletes on the team and parents decided to just end the season. They will not be playing any more games this year. Portsmouth Public Schools did launch an investigation into this matter. The details have not been revealed by officials quite yet. I feel like she's not even trying to hide it. She's just clearly the best player on that pitch. Maybe she can pass as a 14, 15 year old. Just don't do it. If you're 22, I mean, have some moral compass. Uh, but uh, the, the father of the 13-year-old, who had been impersonated, commented. He said, coaches always preach to the kids about integrity and those types of things, so I was just shocked. I just need an apology because I haven't yet received one from the overseer of the programme. Sort it out. 
And the programme's dead. Programme's dead. They've all decided to stop. So that was the first story from Virginia, United States of America. The next story, I don't even know how to pronounce this place. Thank you for the music as well. Uh, go to Reims in France. R-E-I-M-S. Is that how you pronounce it? Medellin. <laughs> Medellin. It could be rice. It could be Reese. Right, Reims, I think. Is what <sighs> I think yeah, exactly. Gotta, yeah. yeah, hock up a spit there just to, to pronounce this one. Uh, the League One outfit, Reams. We're going to. Uh, where's Cameron when you need him? Like, I know. Yeah, he's got he's got one talent in life. Maybe he can pop in before the end of this this piece and let us know how to pronounce it. Uh, but they're in Liga, and they've been fined a whopping twenty two thousand pounds sterling every single game at the moment. That's because of their manager. He's an English Belgian called Will Still. Still has British parents. Was born in Belgium. He's overseen a remarkable run with uh, the French club since being appointed as their head coach in October. He's only 30. He's the youngest manager in European top flight football. Uh, appointed until the end of the season. He was the assistant manager before then. There he is. But this is the story. Again, maybe a bit of an Owen Sheehan lookalike, this guy. He uh, got into football management by playing video games. Football manager. Now... If your if your man if your parents ever tell you what video, football game did he play, Shane? <laughs> Stop playing video. So there's a quote from him on, on screen. I'd never considered that football manager had had an influence on my real life career, but thinking about it now, it definitely did. I got fixated on it as a kid, and playing the game probably ignited the fire in me that I have now as a coach on the touchline. They've lost just once in their last seventeen games, uh, so apparently because they're doing so well, they're happy to keep paying the twenty-two thousand pound fine per game. Why are they fined every game, you might ask? He doesn't have a UEFA Pro licence. He's not allowed to be the coach. Um, but it he leads them into... It like a lot of money. It does like, seem like a lot of money. For, you know, the French League for them to be able to... Because it's like an extra 20 grand a week. Per know. game, yeah. Um, it, he, he just do the licence and maybe get the money himself. I know, you'd imagine. So he, he, was, uh, he was saying um, that you reflect on it and think, why the hell am I doing this? How am I in the position to be coaching against these guys? Because last week, they got a last-minute equaliser against Paris Saint-Germain. He's coaching against Messi and Mbappe. And his background is in football manager. Um, so it's quite an interesting story. Like I'd love to get him on the show, Will Still, at some point. Uh, moved from Belgium to Preston, age 17, to focus on, on his career path. Uh, Falar and Balagoon as well, who Arsenal fans will be familiar with, uh, is, is the guy banging in all the goals for this Reims team. They've jumped up to 11th in the league on table. Uh, they've lost just four games this season. Uh, so yeah, the out-of-time equaliser against PSG kind of brought it into the, the, uh, the, the story room again from last weekend. So uh, kids, if you're told not to play video games... Don't listen to your parents. Do what you want, because you never know why, where it might end up. I think that's the moral of this story. We'll head next in our stories on around the world to the Netherlands to Feyenoord and the greatest example of shithousery I have ever seen. The Feyenoord goalkeeper Justin Dijlau left FC Twente fuming after some quick thinking avoided a potential goal threat. So this uh, this game, Feyenoord, at the moment this, the moment this happened, we're leading 1-0. The game ended 1-1, but this moment was in the first half. Uh, have a look at what what the goalkeeper does to waste a little bit of time. I think we've a, we've a clip of it as well here. <laughs> What's happening? So essentially, the keepers come out and headed the bar, tackled the ball out of play. Clearly, then the FC Twente player is going to take a quick throw in. They're probably going to score a goal, but he spots another ball uh, on the sideline throws it onto the pitch because he knows they can't play with two balls on the pitch delays the game gets a yellow card for his troubles but I mean stops a, pro- a probable slash potential goal from happening FC Twente do equalise in the second half but uh, the, he had a ball thrown at him for his his, um, his trouble I do like if he could have just got hit by the ball your man would have got yeah. sent off <laughs> it would have been prevent a goal get them sent down to t- and you've done like that would have been amazing yeah 100% a, a grand slam 
But it, it, like, it's just one of those moments. It's quick thinking. So goalkeepers, um, you know, they're standing in the goal for the entire game. Maybe they're not, they're, they're not giving the credit they deserve, but that's one of the greatest examples of shit Housery I've ever seen. Maybe we'll see Gavin Bazunu do this once Matt Doherty comes like back. It's almost like having a 16th man on the it, field. It is. It's kind of like chemical croaks. But um, I feel like with Matt Doherty going to Atletico Madrid now and Diego Simeone, maybe he can have a whisper in the ear of Gavin Bazunu and Cuevin Kelleher and Irish goalkeepers can, can adopt some of this shit Housery into, uh, into their World Cup qualifiers. Who knows? The final place we're headed, lads, on uh, around the world this morning is New York City, USA, and a controversial story from downtown Manhattan. The Empire State Building lighting up in the colours of the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. We're going green and white in honour of the Eagles' NFC Championship victory. This hasn't gone down well, lads. This hasn't gone down well. Sunday night, the skyscraper attracting the ire of a sizable proportion of New Yorkers, lighting up in the colours of the Philadelphia Eagles, who had reached the Super Bowl uh, by beating your own beloved 49ers, of course, during the NFC Championship game. Eagles, of course, being the massive rivals of the New York Giants. Now, uh, look at this for a reaction. Oh, How triumph. lame. How lame is the Empire State Building? Lighting up a New York building in the colours of an NFC East rival. What an absolute piece of shit building. I'd be embarrassed to have it in my city. They should knock it down. We've got some more reaction here. Another photograph coming up. Uh, I don't even have a mouth was uh, the Empire State Building's response to Snickers saying the Empire State must have been hungry Sunday night have a Snickers a lot of companies of course jumping on board hey. and, and uh, having their, their little moments hashtag corporate bands exactly who doesn't a, love that eh there was a video reaction as well from the Empire State Building who uh, who pushed this video up to, to react to all the comments <laughs> I mean the Empire so unfair. the Empire State is, is very very uh, harsh on social media they, don't, they really don't care it, it, it has happened before 2018 when the Empire State Building lit up in green and white after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Uh, New York politicians have come out saying, as the representative for the Empire State Building and a diehard Giants fan, let me be on the record saying this is absolutely ridiculous. Um, so there's, there are a number of reasons why this has, has caused uh, controversy. The Giants Twitter account also acknowledging it. I'm just here for the comments. But an inanimate object, Jer, causing so much consternation. Well, the obvious answer is don't be crap at football, New York Giants, and uh, don't get your ass handed to you on a regular basis. Now, in fairness, they've made significant improvements, so we'll see what they're like next year. Exactly. Is that it? Yeah, that's, that's, that's our stories this week. All right. That is this week's episode of Around the World with Shane Hannon. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.